Deadline? What deadline? Today on The World. I'm Marco Werman. Nuclear talks with Iran sail past their deadline, but this reporter in Tehran tells us that Iranians don't seem too worried. What struck me or what strikes me all along is in talking to people here is just how patient they seem to be. They've waited a long time for change. They're willing to wait a little bit longer. Also, the language learning program in Louisiana that's teaching tolerance. I believe that when children learn more languages, it's hard for them to be a bigot. Meanwhile, Greece wrestles with its debt crisis, and a Greek comedian has this advice for you. Come visit. This is the best time to come to Greece. Come and see firsthand. It is mental. Come and enjoy. And the food's amazing. To the Taverna. Those stories coming up today on The World. The World is brought to you by PRI with support from Lumosity.com. Brain training designed by neuroscientists that has been used by 60 million people worldwide with personalized training programs to challenge memory, attention, and problem solving. You can learn more at Lumosity.com. I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. So no deal in Vienna, but we're talking no deal in a positive way. The deadline for an agreement on Iran's nuclear program passed, but got extended to next week. In the next couple of minutes, we'll be looking at the deal and why some in the U.S. and beyond believe it's not strong enough. But first, let's hear how Iranians in Tehran are viewing the nuclear talks. Nala Ayed is with the CBC. I reached her in Tehran. People are paying a great amount of attention. They really are following the minutia. They know everything that is happening with the talks. And um, they're doing it through newspapers, television, online, every way you can imagine. And they're a little bit apprehensive, depending who you're talking to, of course. But there's, there is excitement among some people we've sp- spoken to. And, and just a sense of limbo, if you will, especially now that this deadline is passing. I think there have been many deadlines in this process, and, and every one of them has sort of created a sense of excitement or anticipation here. And every time, you know, they have to wait for the next one, it's sort of caused a bit of anxiety, if you will. So, so there's a great deal of anticipation. People are sort of stuck right now in a holding pattern, trying to see what happens. And it, it, it feels as though the talks really determine the mood. I went to the stock exchange the other day, for example. And they said, because there was sort of nothing clear, the numbers that day were so-so. I went to a money exchanger who said, you know, when people are hopeful about the talks, they buy more reals. Mm. If they're feeling a bit, you know, strange about the talks, they buy dollars. So it very much determines how people are feeling right now. So in one of your dispatches, you write about some kids who are into the sport of parkour, uh, urban acrobatics, for those who don't know, kind of a risky sport. Do they have opinions on the nuclear negotiations? As you might expect, you know, a couple of them said we, you know, we have better things to worry about. They didn't want to talk about it. But others did really get into it. One young man in particular was talking to us about how he didn't really like the kind of image that Iran has in the West. He blamed the media for that. He blamed people like us for that. But he said he didn't, he also didn't, you know, to completely absolve Iranians also from this. And so he's, he seemed to think that perhaps these talks and if, if a deal were to come about, that that would be good for the image of Iran, which to him was very important. A young woman we spoke to there was convinced that the removal of the sanctions would open up Iran to the world and that that was a good thing. She even imagined the day where she might go abroad to to have other experiences to study perhaps. So it is something everyone is talking about. Yeah, and I suspect uh, with the possibility of sanctions being list- lifted, business owners are especially interested in what's going on in, in, in Vienna. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think I mentioned we went to the stock market and, the, and that, you know, those numbers are affected by how the talks are going. But we, we went to a, a high tech company that's been around for about a decade, incredibly smart, young people, all university educated, all under 30. And they've got this product and they're very excited about it. But they say what they're missing are two very important things. One, investment from abroad. And the other is access to cutting edge technology. Now, they put a positive spin on it and said they've had to be recreative in the absence of that contact to the outside world to do what they need to do. But they certainly see a huge opportunity in the removal of sanctions. And for Iranians who just want to see the sanctions lifted, how do they see in their blue sky world how their lives will improve once that happens? Do they see kind of like an overnight change or how's that going to work for them? I think there's a real pragmatism here about how quickly they will see change. I mean, that high-tech company, we spoke to a young man there, Ali, who took...